0: This is americaswebradio.com, the best in chat radio designed just for you.
1: Welcome to the Immigration Hour. I didn't see the point there, David. How are you today? You've missed me, haven't you? I know you have. This is Chuck Cook back with uh, Rocky Rockcliffe on the Immigration Hour on America's Web Radio. Sorry rock about last week. I uh, was a little inundated.
0: Uh, well, you know how hard it is for me to come up with stuff to talk about i know i'm sure I'm sure you probably
1: struggled the entire hour here with uh, with David down here because you know David never has a point of view. I mean, David is the most neutral arbiter producer of any station on the air today. I
0: find him to be such yeah,
1: absolutely uh, <laughs> and he has a great Facebook page for those of you who aren't david's Facebook friends. Go to America's Web Radio, right, David, and, and, and like like America's Web Radio. Do you Radio? post
0: a lot of stuff, David? Because you I'm your Facebook it. friend and I don't ever see the – You know, I Facebook
1: is stuff. like that though. You know, Facebook will not show you every friend's post. It's not what So it what's does. the point of being friends with somebody it, it, if they're it, not going to show it, you the post? My understanding is Facebook picks people that you either like or, or, or have liked or, li- or looked for in the past – Licked? licked. They did lick. You have not licked. I have never <laughs> licked, David. Um, and uh, he's like, no, 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 no. <laughs> I'm sorry, honey. He has never done that. Um, and uh, they don't show you everybody. Because I, I've got 3,000 friends on Facebook. Yeah. I'm not seeing 3,000 updates. i would probably only see updates from like 100 people. Yeah. You can see the same thing, right? I
0: mean, it's based off some algorithm of what you've liked and, and what your friends it have liked and all that. It is to me. Because I get unclear. random
1: stuff in there all of a yeah. sudden. And I said, hey, did you see my Facebook post? And, no. no. And that sounded really not. cool. Yeah. Well, it would have been cool to see my Facebook post. Um,
0: I'm going to have to look into that. I'm still relatively new to the Facebook game. It's only been this conv- year that uh, I know we converted it to it. You finally so. got me on it. And uh, and you're a Twitter, too. You're a Twitter guy I, I've always I've been a Twitter guy, uh, more like a Twitter voyeur, I would say, just because I'm yeah. always looking on it and stuff <laughs> like that. Right? Well, what's your Twitter uh, handle? At uh, Rocky Rockliffe. Awesome. Um, I, I don't so post as many uh, Firebrand things as uh, I used to. <laughs> <laughs> it's simply, okay. But, yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm always on Twitter looking at it. I probably I would say. That's where I get my I'm not going to say factual news but like late breaking stuff. I think Twitter is the place to get it unless now. unless it's fake. Like these well, stories no, like you the have to, you have to you have to sift through it all to see if yeah. it's fake but for stuff happening now real time, Twitter's the the place to go cuz anything I don't know if you know this but anything can be put up on Twitter. I there's know. there's no it's vetting so, process it's, or yeah, exactly. anything. Whereas well, like with big news sites there's there's a vetting process for even but, the most late breaking news. Yeah, well, <laughs>
1: except on 60 minutes apparently. <laughs> apparently. Um but you've got uh, you, you heard about the story on Thanksgiving Day? This guy was supposedly sending drinks back and forth to someone in the airplane, and they were having some argument with napkins and stuff.
2: Oh yeah, yeah, completely yeah, yeah. fake. Yeah, it was what? completely
1: fake. I, that's right. I it was been, a short story. The that, guy yeah. came out later. Oh, it was just a short story. After he got five million hits on Twitter. Or I something. remember
0: seeing a picture of a napkin with something yeah. on it, and then reading hoax, and I was like, I, yeah. I don't even need to take it the was time to read It was it was a hoax. Anyhow, in fact it was a hoax.
1: But uh, you know, David, it's been a. Fun week. Uh, I don't know if you know this or not, but uh, immigration reform is moving forward in, in the House.
0: What? Yeah. What, when? Right now. Right now? Right now. At least they're having hearings. Okay.
1: They're talking about it. I'm talking um, about it. And um, uh, big news, of course, was that John Boehner just made a big hire. Oh, right. Big hire. Uh, and it was so big, in fact, mm-hmm. that all the know-nothings freaked out.
0: Right. They're like, whoa. Whoa, somebody, whoa. Somebody get, wait
1: a danger will rise. danger. somebody who actually knows
0: what they're talking about gets yeah. hired to go over this yeah. thing. Yeah, and I've
1: I, I worked with this woman in the past when she was at McCain's office. She's incredibly smart. Uh, she, is, she is no amnesty lover by any stretch of the imagination. Uh, she is simply well-versed in the law, mm-hmm. uh, well-versed in, in policy of immigration uh, the benefits and the downsides, uh, and she had been working for the past—I don't know how many years—with John McCain. She was John McCain's really policy person in immigration, mm-hmm. and by default was really one of the senior policy people in the Senate, uh, and really one of the movers behind the Senate bill. Really,
0: uh, okay. yeah,
1: she was really one of the folks that got a lot of the good, a lot of the provisions in there, both good and bad. Because remember, the Senate bill has some bad stuff in oh, it. Oh, it's too. absolutely got
0: some bad stuff. Um, in it, right,
1: and uh, so the the, the the my thought is there is no way. She would have gone to work for Speaker Boehner. No way, if she didn't have a commitment that he was going to move reform.
0: That he was going to move on it.
1: You know, she got a commitment. I, I mean, there's no news about that. There's no mention of that. Yeah. Th- would you move from a, a safe, great job in the Senate, which you know you've got until McCain right. drops dead? Whenever for something that is. that's
0: speculative, best. Yeah. Right. She, for man to be Speaker in two years, want to year. have a commitment, right? You got to have yeah. a commitment,
1: David. Do you, do you agree with me? She moved because she had a commitment. You, Boehner, said I'll move it. You got to agree with that right, I mean, why would you I agree me? with everything you say Charles. I love david you know he's he 's the ultimate yes man echo the echo the echo the chamber yes ditto man. baby David's my ditto <laughs> head uh, <laughs> 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 um, but uh, I think that was a good move it 's a good sign uh, that uh, boehner has clear and he, he even said... now I know he tossed the kids aside at the at the at the deli the other day when he was getting breakfast, but mm-hmm. uh, Boehner understands he has to move this and this kind of goes along with the new delicate touch that the GOP is training their candidates on, uh, that they have to learn how to reach out to minorities and women, so much so that one GOP candidate uh, in, in, uh, in, I think it was a Senate race last week, says, well, how are you going to connect with people voters? Well, we have to talk on an emotional level. I said, did you just kind of have a no. training or something? Really? He says, well, I have a wife <laughs> and a teenage daughter, so I've learned to connect with them on an emotional level. Uh, okay, really, who told you to say that?
0: That really, awesome. Yeah, whenever I go to the gym,
1: guys talk that way all the time. I connect with you on an emotional level. No, yeah. it's not that you say it; no. it's that you do it. Exactly. <laughs> if you, you have know. to talk about it, you're not doing it.
0: Exactly. You can say a lot of stuff until you put your money. Can you imagine the training
1: seminar. Money. He's yeah. in a seminar. All right, candidates. Uh, here's how you connect with women. You must speak to them on an emotional level. right yeah. so Write notes. Because people say people can't level. see through political charades. Yeah. You know, yes. He's emotional level. I mean,
0: what? I mean. I'm no, I'm no defender of the intelligence level of the the American populace, but really, do they think that that's gonna, 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 either's gonna s- sweep in there and start voting for? Them? As Come PT on.
1: Barnum said, you can fool some of all the people some of the time. All
0: the people some of the time.
1: You just can't fool all the people all the time. All the time. So I understand you had a great <laughs> show last
2: week. right? We did. did.
0: We had a great show. We talked a little bit about. I got a hold of one of these, uh, one of these articles. Uh, just some general immigration reform news from CNN or mm-hmm. something like that, and I, and I was just going through the article. We, we went through the article relatively quickly, but as I was reading through the article, you know, I'm not a big, uh, I'm not a big internet troll. I don't usually read the comments of things. Oh and, no, and I don't fight really on the internet yeah. or anything. But this this article printed out, and, and the article was only two pages long. But but, but it printed out 14 pages yeah, off my printer. I'm like, yeah. what? How many ads are in this thing? There's none ads. And so I start looking at it, and I start reading the comments, and just. A, the vitriol. Oh, it's stunning, isn't it? I mean, it really is crazy. And then just the abject ignorance of some of these people. And so we went through, uh, for a good portion of the show, we went through a lot of the comments basically debunking, you know, their the, the, the just the nonsense they're spinning forth and just kind of giving people a picture of just the, the – The vitriol that, I mean, the internet just makes people, they get these muscles where they just want to. They're like Popeye, you know, they have the giant forearms. and your muscles and everything. And And they sign things
1: with their email like uh, spcolorado 87 at gmail.com. The name's Bob or Steve, like this, important exactly. star from the seventies yeah, or something.
0: It's crazy what people say and do when they don't have to, you know, put put their name on it, you know, name and face on it. They can just hide behind it. But just the hatred that's out there. So we talked about that, but we ended the show. We had a little. Uh, David posed the question um, about uh, why he thinks. Uh, well, we kind of talked a little about the the cultural shift in in the country and and some other things with respect to immigration and and one of the the. Uh, one of the things that David brought up as indicative of the, of uh, maybe an agenda by the government to push something on us. And, and I think we agreed a little bit about it, but disagreed in part. And I'll, I'll get your take on it before I tell you what, what I thought. What do you think in the context of pressing one for English and two for Spanish and then maybe three for Hindi or, or whatever? What do you think about that in terms of When the government does it or when the private sector does it? Do you think that that is – because I have different views about it, private sector and government sector. I mean do you think it's good for the government to be promoting another language or to be having – to to present things in another language, something we should be doing? And then should private companies say, hey, English is the language. We only want to speak English and English only you know, press 1 for English. What do you think about that?
1: Well, let's talk with the private company because that's easy. That's, uh, yeah. uh, it, it's, I believe it's called – what is that word again? Oh, yeah, capitalism.
0: Right. We, we're yeah, going to agree on that capitalism. One, yeah. um, <laughs> uh, they
1: want customers. Right. They don't care. If they speak Martianese. They really it's, don't care. I think I actually you know, use, use press speak, 3 for yeah, Martian. Yeah, I understand why yeah. people are upset by that. Right. But right. But I have no problem with it what? on the if private sector at all. If telephones existed in the 1850s, uh, they would say press 1 for English, for German.
0: Right, absolutely, has to press two for Nobody, German right, anymore, or Italian, or Italian, yeah. whatever. Exactly, no, it doesn't happen anymore. It's purely the market it's, dictating that this is how private business operates. Yeah,
1: and when you're looking at a market, for example, the, the Hispanic market, which is somewhere in the neighborhood of I don't know, five hundred billion, some incredible yes. billion dollars there's, a year, some incredible right. number of you know, you're talking about thirty-five to forty
0: million consumers. Folks, there's there's people here, a lot of people who are here as U.S. citizens who only like to speak Spanish. And they I, speak English. Well, I, I they just want to speak this, Spanish. There's actually an entire <laughs> part of the US where they don't speak English at all. And they're
1: Americans, it's called Puerto Rico. You know? And Spanish is their language. Right. And that's our that belongs to the United States. Right. So the idea that I mean whatever. Uh, I think the same rationale of the truth for the government. The government's responsibility is to provide services that Congress has authorized them to provide. The only way to provide services is in the way people understand it. Okay. Now, one of the things with our immigration system, for example, uh, our immigration system encourages people to learn English. There's an English language test on becoming a U.S. citizen. There is. except You can be accepted from that. And the reason Cong- Congress, not immigration, okay. the reason Congress created this exception is because some people immigrate to the U.S. Mm-hmm. and they're unable to learn another language for various reasons. Right. One might be they're just too old. David, how's, how's your uh, Foucanese? That's, by the way, a language in China. In case you were wondering, right? And not something he's not else making you that up. But probably as good as yours. No, probably <laughs> a Nihama. It's kind of like Mandarin, but it's weirder. But Fukanese, and I've had that several times in trials that I've done. The Fukanese translator right. always brings a chuckle to my face. Um, but uh, the government's job is to provide services. Uh, the driver's license test in Georgia, for example. How many languages that given the driver's license test in Georgia? Anybody know?
0: I would say probably seven, eight, maybe seventeen. Seventeen. Mm-hmm. Wow! Uh, remember, Georgia is a resettlement place for refugees. refugees. Clarksville, yeah, Clarksville. Or, uh, I mean, I don't know how many, Clarkson, like, like whatever, yeah. eighty
1: countries or something incredible right. number right, of countries. you're right. My friend Ted uh, uh, just became mayor. Mayor Ted in uh, Clarkston, okay. good guy. Um, so I don't have any problem with the government doing that. They're not. I mean, they're not. They're not, and they're not wasting money doing that.
0: I don't. Well, I mean, they're, they, it does cost taxes. it, well, oh. it, do, it does. Co- it does cost more money. Um, Except – I'm paying for that. You're
1: paying for that. So is the guy who speaks Foucanese. Okay, he's paying for that as well. He's, he pays his taxes every single day, whether he pays them through food, whether he pays them through mm-hmm. gas, whether he pays them through his income tax.
0: Well, do you th- let me tax, let me ask let tax. me ask you this? Do you think I, I will concede the point that yes, everybody's paying tax for it, and the we completely agree on the private sector thing. But as far as the the the, the, the state goes, the um, individuals while they are, pay, do you think that? The, there's enough incentive to learn the English language?
1: I think there's a lot of incentive to learn the English language. What there isn't is enough classes to learn the English language. Okay. There is enough instruction to learn the English language. Right now in New York, there's a three-year backlog to get into English language classes.
0: Do you think, well, let me ask you this. Do you yeah. think that that's the state, that that should be a function of the state to teach the official language? I do. I mean, if, okay. officially,
1: if you want to make it the official language. I mean, if that's okay. what you want to do, do you uh, yeah. if,
0: to if that's, I mean, yeah, if that's your rationale, I would definitely agree with okay. you. I, I'm going to disagree on whether or not I think the state should be providing well, that. But well, think about it but,
1: this way. Uh, Georgia wants to attract people to live here, right? Right. That's what we do. Do they care where those people are from?
0: No. No. They, they want it to be legal, right? They, right. they, they want it legal. And right. in fact,
1: we do a great deal right? Of, as a state. We spend a lot of money on to attract foreign investment. We send our governor all over the world right. uh, on, I'm sure, our fact-finding missions or mm-hmm. trade missions or I mean, David might call them junkets although I'm not quite sure he would but I'm pretty <laughs> sure he would um, and why? So that we can attract the Hebrew speakers from Israel so we can attract the uh, Zulu speakers from South Africa, so we can attract the Mandarin speakers from China okay, and the Korean speakers from Korea to build big plants here and create jobs when they come over are they fluent in English? No. No. no it, it, typically, they're not. They maybe don't speak English at all. Or they're bringing their important worker over to help run their plant whose English may be passable but not really great. Right. And you want them to drive, right? You want mm-hmm. them to buy a car? You want them to buy a house? So you have the test in their language. Now, people learn, and you, Doc, you, you realize this. You served on a mission for the LDS Church, as mm-hmm. I did. Um, did you know Spanish the moment they dropped you into Mexico?
0: Uh, Argentina? Did you, I mean, you were fluent the moment you got there, Well, right? I mean, I'm fluent in about 17 languages, yeah. and I, immediately I was, right? <laughs> yeah. <That's every> day, <laughs> day. No. Uh, no, you're right. Yeah, I didn't know it right when I was talking, but I, I, guess the, I guess the difference is, and, and, and this is not. Well, I, was, I was kind of f- – we're going to take a break. Yeah, let's take a break come and talk about it when we we'll come back. back to that point on
1: yes. Immigration on America's web radio.
2: Si usted tiene problemas con inmigración o asuntos que tiene the que arreglar, llama a los abogados de Cook Immigration Partners. Somos en su lado. Tenemos más de 50 años de experiencia haciendo las leyes de inmigración y defendiendo a los inmigrantes. Llámenos hoy a las 404-816-8611, a los 404-816-8611, o al www.immigration.net. This
0: is AmericasWebRadio.com, the best in chat radio designed just for you.
1: Cook Immigration Partners is your passport through the immigration maze. Whether it's help with e verifying in your business or help in how to document a new employee under the new I-9 rules or if you marry a foreign national, Cook Immigration Partners is your best choice for a legal advocate. Call us today at 866-286-6200. That's 866-286-6200 or visit us on the web at www.immigration.net.
0: You're listening to America's Webradio.com. The pioneer and leader in chat radio. Thank you for listening.
1: Welcome back to America's Web Radio, the Immigration Hour. We could talk about. We were talking about English language, yes, uh, and, and, and it, like an official language. By the way, I think an official language is monumentally stupid. Okay, it was stupid when Ben Franklin proposed it, okay. and it's stupid today. Uh, but we were talking about how we and I – you and I both well, speak let's, Spanish. Well,
0: let's – yeah, let's go back to that though because I yeah. want wanted to discuss that because that does have to do with the immigration. But I want to go back to your question to me about uh, when I went to Argentina. Yeah, did you, did
1: you know Spanish immediately? No,
0: but uh, I'll say this. that I went there with um, – I mean definitely with – I think the less resources and less easy you make it to speak your native language, the faster you're going to learn. Well, And, and the LDS Church does a great job of that, don't and I think, Yeah, but I think we do a bad – Part of the this is this is going to sound really bad, but it's not meant to. Part of the reason that I think it's hard for people to learn English is because and and that it's de incentivized is because our immigration system is so broken that it forces people that here are as immigrants who would otherwise assimilate like, to not assimilate to not assimilate, and so and that's where the problem yeah, is. I, I, I don't agree with I, that. I, it's not. I don't a, disagree with that. It's not an English thing. It's that the the system is so broken that it's. That there's no incentive to assimilate and learn English, which I think is a big hang-up and a big problem for a lot of people that are opponents of immigration reform. They don't realize that that is a symptom of a broken system. Right. It's not that's something the cause. that – Not the cause. Right. And so that's, that's where that, – I think that's where kind of the disconnect is. Yeah, I, I don't disagree that it's
1: certainly part of the causes of the result of the broken system. Um, but I don't – I think the government should provide services as many languages as it needed to reach out to the people that it is required to serve. Uh, particularly for the elderly, who really have a very difficult time. You and I have done cases where people just don't speak the language. Oh, and, absolutely. And citizenship says if you've been here as a permanent resident and you're over 55 and you, you have been here longer than 20 years, you don't have to speak the language. Still got to take the test. Still got to pass right. a civics test in your own language. Uh, and I don't really have a problem with that. Yeah. What I have found is really interesting. Most folks, most immigrants, documented and undocumented, particularly undocumented, they speak English. They are monumentally not confident in their language. Exactly, yeah. Um, and, I mean, I'm, I'm now the, the leader of a, a church congregation right. uh, that, is, that is a language congregation, a Spanish congregation in Roswell. Uh, and uh, I have found just in the week that I've been doing this, the vast majority of those members speak English to a certain level. Right. And likely could function.
0: If forced in, to. In, in, if forced to right. But
1: that's, at least from the church, the church is not going to force you to do anything to do that. Exactly. In fact, the Lord has even said that people will hear the gospel in their own language. That they're comfortable with, because that's how Absolutely they understand right. things. But when you and I were forced to, literally forced to learn Spanish, did you have Spanish before the uh, mission at all? Yes. High school, like what? How many years? Two years, oh, three years,
0: four years? I, I failed high school Spanish. FYI, I okay. hate Spanish. Yeah, I love, that's what now. Usually works. love that's it now. Love it now. That's what usually <laughs> works. It, yeah.
1: Now I had four years high school Spanish, right? And uh, an entire semester at college in a, in, a, in a conversation class. Plus two full months of language training. training before you went right. And I got off the airplane in Peru and English. I knew they taught me the wrong language. Those people yeah. were not speaking not Spanish in Spanish. Peru. Uh,
0: I, I lived in a Spanish-speaking country. I lived in Puerto Rico for three years as a kid. Yeah. Had the pushback. Took it all through high school, everything. Same training before I left. Got to Argentina. Nothing. What are these people speaking? What is speaking? this? Is a long, what, what, what kind of. What's, weird were What's going on here? Yeah. 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 And then I was sitting in church three months
1: later, and bam, the light turns on, yep. and that's all there then is. But you selfish. were literally, you had companions who spoke Spanish all day long. At least I did. Mine were all native speakers. Who
0: may have not spoken spoke English, English, English all, at all. At all. They were And from so you Argentina, literally. You, you want to
1: eat. Uh, right. You want to <laughs> go to the bathroom. <laughs>
0: you want to do your clothes. Learned, you learned real quick. You exactly. learned. Yeah. And,
1: you know, we, we have a support system in the U.S. for language speakers. Mm-hmm. That is a result of the broken system. People will be more likely to move out of congregated areas, out of little Cambodia, little Chinatown, right. little Me- little Mexico City, if they
0: if those structures if they are they don't they don't have to worry were... about
1: the immigration issue exactly. People congregate where they're secure.
0: There would be right there would be more assimilation if there wasn't such a fear of reprisal from either the citizenry or from the state. Well, you know what's remarkable too about the congregation
1: status. that I that I lead. Is our our main sacrament meeting uh, um, is uh, in Spanish, mm-hmm. and then we break out. The kids go to one room uh, for Sunday school. The parents go to a different room by age. Yeah, by, right. by age. the The parents' meetings remain in Spanish. Mm-hmm. The kids' meetings are English. Oh, because they don't yeah. speak Spanish. Right. We had a girl. We had a young woman speak in church on Sunday. She's an eighteen year old. A uh, High school senior, mm-hmm. super brilliant, uh, top of her class, uh, U.S. citizen. I mean, just really terrific, terrific young woman. Uh, she kept turning around asking us what words were. You know, como si se dice? You know, right? And something, and she just didn't know.
0: Just did not know. She right. could. Her,
1: her accent was perfect, right? But she didn't she know the words right, exactly. because she doesn't speak it. The vocabulary, except the mom not and dad. There, right. So it's uh, we we have historically made this whine. um ah, people aren't learning English. From Ben Franklin, and the Germans to the to the to the Italians of the late 1890s, early part right. of the century, to the people today, we always mm-hmm. say that their kids all speak English. Right. I mean, it's just, it's I just guess, a cultural I, yeah, phenomenon. I, I
0: guess for me, I mean, definitely what you're saying. I don't want to say or reevaluate my opinion, but what what you're saying makes total sense. But I think maybe where the disconnect is is that you don't think we should have while we do provide. Uh, services and all these other languages you don't think that we should have an official language
1: no absolutely not we have an official language It's called english
0: okay let me ask you this in fact i don't know if you notice
1: it's the language of the world (laughs) we we have effectively made english the the language language of the the world
0: world. but i mean you don't think we need to say that codify that that english is our our official language no why why should we have to ask you this then uh what about what about national defense what about national defense? Should we defense? conduct national defense in uh, multiple languages?
1: Why do? Well, we tried. It worked, worked fabulously well during World War II, didn't it? Well, What if English was the official language of the military in World War II? How about those Navajo code talkers?
0: No, no, no. We used we used that as as cryptography. No,
1: we used that as part of our national defense. Those guys were sitting on the beach in Omaha we saying, crypto- "Don't shoot was, any more rockets here, Navajo." No, no, no.
0: It was it was that was used as cryptography. Yeah, that was whatever. Crypt- it was used as code. But what I'm saying is, should somebody who doesn't speak English uh, should they be allowed to join the military and have to be provided a unit where orders are given in Spanish? Well, that's in their not how it works, though. No, but that's I'm not saying how it works. But that's because English isn't official no, language. No, it's because
1: we teach people English in the military who aren't as fluent as they should be. We make them take a test before they join the military oh, in ab- English. In
0: a, absolutely. So that's we already, what I'm again, so, we well, have the if, de
1: facto language of English. Right. And frankly, the kids joining the military at 18, those are the ones, like you and I, mm-hmm. who can easily learn another language.
0: I guess it's kind of a moot point then, if,
1: if yeah. If you think of the thousands of young men and women that have served in the military, including the first casualty in Iraq was 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 a was a, a young man from Mexico, uh-huh. an undocumented young man from Mexico when he joined the military. Uh, so the reality is there isn't an issue with language in our military, other than the no, fact no, of I know, we I use know, it to I help know. us win well, wars. No, no, I know,
0: I know, I know. There's not an issue, but I'm saying if because we do provide a lot of services at the government level. I mean, in other languages, should we be? I mean, should we? Have to provide a unit for somebody to go to where they speak that person's language.
1: No, we shouldn't. In fact, but
0: but the military well, is. Then you're basically rooting. saying that we we should have an official language. No, that there should no, be no one. it is it a
1: de facto. We don't need an official language because it already exists.
0: It's a de- well, you're you're saying you're fine with the official language in the de facto form. Yeah, that absolutely. Because that we don't need okay, it. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. then it, we, yeah, then we're in agreement. Why on we yeah, want yeah.
1: to pass? I thought all these conservatives were talking about. We don't have we have too many laws, except for laws we want to pass. <laughs> I mean, really. I think no, I it's called hypocrisy. I'm not really quite sure, right. but I'm pretty sure it's it called it hypocrisy. Is, it is, yes. I agree. We have too many laws. Many immigration laws are unnecessary, mm-hmm. but uh, certainly we don't need an official language. That's just a joke. That kowtows to nativism and know nothingness. Right. Right. That's just my humble... Okay. Un- unbiased opinion. Now, Rocky, I got a, I got an email this uh, last week. You may have seen it on my I, Facebook I knew page. we were going to talk. I was waiting for us uh, this. Was this was fantastic. I had the over-under at 30
0: minutes. We'll, we'll be a little under, but we'll little it, under, I, so.
1: I, I, was, I couldn't wait. Let's go. It was really just wonderful. <laughs> uh, I mean, one of the reasons I wasn't here last is because I was preparing for last Wednesday when we, had, uh, we were supposed to have an oral argument on the tuition lawsuit where we, our firm and I are right. representing... Uh, the DACA beneficiaries, these are kids that have deferred action and thus have a lawful presence in the United States. Not lawful status, but lawful presence. Right. And we are suing the Board of Regents to be allowed to have in-state tuition, in-state tuition because their own rules say that people with lawful presence can't have in-state tuition. Right. It's actually a pretty simple argument, I think. Uh, but the state of Georgia had filed a motion to change venue, and they don't like the fact that I filed in Cab County. My position is I can sue the Board of Regents in any county I want in Georgia because there's no statute that says I can't do exactly. that.
2: Exactly.
1: Uh, the um, Board of Regents' position is that uh, while there may be no statute, there is a case that implies that, and the Constitution averts it but doesn't actually say it. Uh, so, uh, unfortunately uh, for the, our argument on Wednesday, a motion to change venue takes precedent over every other motion right. and puts in effect a de facto stay right. uh, on everything else. So. The oral argument, I was hoping the judge would find in my favor and then move immediately to the motion for summary judgment on the issue of presence. Uh, but the judge decided that he wanted additional briefing, although I – honestly, Judge, I, I don't have any additional briefing. <laughs> We're going to stand know. on the record. You have all the laws <laughs> that we have. And, and the government was a little perplexed with that and then he gave us 60 more days to decide because it was Christmas. We really don't want the 60 days either. Right. Um, we just should take the decision today and, and move on. Uh, but uh, I was very busy doing that. But, of course, there was a lot of press as a result of that uh, of that event. And uh, it, it generated a little bit of hate mail uh, that I get, including this fine letter fine uh, which uh, Steve sent me. Again, Hi, Steve. It's, it sounds kind of a name of a porn star from the 70s. I'm not really quite sure. Steve. I so you think you've got a big wavy hair with chops. chops. Maybe a big thick mustache or I, I picture him with Chops. Um, and uh, he sent it through our website, our firm website, the contact portion of our website, which wow. asked for a name, address, contact information, right. email. Uh, and he wrote, name Steve. His email is sbcolorado97 at com. Okay. So if anybody didn't get that, it's sbcolorado97 at hotmail.com. Holler at Steve. He, he sounds yeah. like – He didn't name a phone number or anything. You'll, no. you'll,
0: you'll realize in a minute – he leads a sad life. It is sad. Sad uh, lonely.
1: This is his message to me. Uh, please explain. I didn't respond to him, by the way. Oh, no, no. Uh, although I wrote back and said, Steve, you're was a coward. A, there was a
0: response. Chuck didn't respond. But yeah, other let's, people uh, did. let's hear the but text. I, I wrote back and said,
1: Steve, you're a coward. Okay. All right. That's what I wrote back. And summary, I'll get to his response in my response. email. Summary response. Right, right, right. Okay. Yeah. Uh, please explain why we as taxpayers have to pay for these spoiled
0: brats. Spoiled yeah. brats That's being educated people who just want to have in-state tuition in a state that they've they've lived in their entire life. Right. Who want
1: to go to college to better themselves. Right. And will pay tuition. They're not asking for for, free tuition.
0: They just want in-state tuition because they want – it's not like they're saying, hey, we want Which in-state tuition. Which they qualify tuition. for other than the lawful for president. Exactly. We, they're not saying, hey, we want in-state tuition in every state out there. No, they're saying, hey, we'd like it's in-state Georgia. tuition because I went to middle school and high school well, yeah. here. And, and, and you told me I could go to college. And, and, you and I want to, to go to college because I can't get in-state tuition anywhere else. I, I'd like to have in-state tuition. By the way, I can right.
1: work right. after I graduate. That's, what he's, that's I the spoil brats and, and talking I can help, about. I can help the only country I know right. be better. That's that's the spoiled brat. Right. Why we have to pay. We have to pay you have to pay where why do you well, pay for well, anybody why yeah. why are there two levels of tuition let's ask that question
2: better be question the physical
0: question why yeah why are there two levels of tuition right because the state wants to subsidize the education of its residents over non-residents. Right. Why? Use how can they
1: do that? How can the state subsidize Because, because the they say ed-
0: your, your tuition will be granted at – you will pay tuition at an in-state level. But why do they do that? What is – Oh, they what, want to encourage the best and the brightest to stay here in Georgia to be educated. Right. And, right. But but where is that money coming from to do that? Where is the, the money – From the people that are out of state paying a higher rate no, is one of the ways it's subsidized. But
1: how is, that, how is the tuition money getting paid anyway? Where does the money come from – for the university system of Georgia.
0: Other than tuition? Tax yeah. dollars? But what tax dollars? Tax dollars that these in- spoiled
1: brats pay.
0: Exactly. Or their parents. And
1: <laughs> this is t- this is typically not t- not income tax dollars. <laughs> right. No, 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 no. These it's are typically property, property tax taxes, dollars.
0: Other sales, uh, other apportion. I mean, right. there's all And kind the lottery of, in yeah, Georgia.
1: And which, by the way, <laughs> right. if, a, if an undocumented immigrant plays and wins, he cannot collect on. Because right. you've got to be a permanent resident to win and play. People do play anyway and they give your tickets to other people. Right. Right. Um,
0: but yeah, David. David's back, by the way. He, I think he uh, yeah. came back for this discussion, particularly, and my letter from Steve. Steve, from, let's finish the, finish the email real fast, and then we'll talk about his comments when uh, you come well, back. Well, it's just yeah. there's
1: so much right. in here. Um, but the next sentence—that's one yeah. sentence—and no, Steve, you don't have to pay for it. No. One, you don't appear to even be a Georgia taxpayer because your email from is sq Colorado, Colorado ninety seven. Right. So right. what do you care in the first place? Um, second, these kids are paying the same. Monies to the state, as are their parents, as any other person who lives in Georgia. Right, there's no difference from them on any other basis, other than that they now have lawful presence through DACA. Let's take a quick break here on the immigration matter. Come back to Steve's email again, and the thanks to all my friends who responded Responded. to Steve for me. Be back on the Immigration America's Web Radio
2: in just a minute. (laughs) O tiene problemas con inmigración. Or tiene una oferta de trabajo. Llama a los abogados de Cook Immigration Partners. Somos en su lado. Con más de 100 años de experiencia en la ley de inmigración. Conocemos la ley y sabemos cómo ayudarle. Llama a hoy a las 404 816 86 A las 404 816 86 11. O visitenos al www.immigration.net.
1: With all the back and forth in today's politics, it seems as though the Constitution gets lost in the mix. If you want to brush up on your Constitution, then join Michael Conley every Wednesday from 4 to 5 p.m. for the show Our Constitution on Webradio.com. Cook Immigration Partners is your passport through the immigration maze. Whether it's help with E-Verify in your business or help in how to document a new employee under the new I-9 rules... Or if you marry a foreign national, Cook Immigration Partners is your best choice for a legal advocate.
2: Call us today at 866 286 6200. That's 866 286 6200. Or visit us on the web at
1: www.immigration.net.
0: You're listening to America's Web Radio.com, the pioneer and leader in chat radio. Thank you for listening.
1: Welcome back to the America's Web Radio, the Immigration Hour, the most listened to. Immigration show on web radio, on the internet, or on internet. I the think it's a radio
0: period. On, you might be right. I don't think there's Land any radio, station, internet anywhere, radio. Everything, there's nothing yeah.
1: more listened yep. to, David. Right? People, we have lots of lots of downloads every month on iTunes, and lots of listeners live on the web. So, uh, uh, and and of course, America's Web Radio, which has some unusual and some great shows. Uh, I Very don't agree with shows. all the content on them. But hey, uh, unless everything. I can be on those shows, and then I agree the with shows. that content right. when I'm on it, uh, as we educate <laughs> some of the other hosts here about the the benefits of immigration. But going back to Steve from Colorado's email, next question: Why are they not suing their parents who broke our laws, and we, comma as taxpayers, comma are now required to pay for their kids' college?
0: Well, Steve is clearly legally trained in the in the notion that in, in his thoughts that. He believes they can sue their parents for having broken our laws. Right. He clearly uh, has a stellar legal. It might be a
1: hyperbolic argument,
0: <laughs> a little bit of
1: hyperbole, perhaps, <laughs> maybe to make a point. He's using rhetoric to make a point. He may be that I think the kids wouldn't uh, uh, be here if they w- sucking the government teat if their parents hadn't broken the laws to come here. That, that that's might be Steve from Colorado's point. Not maybe. to defend him, but no, no, uh, I know. I, I think that that may be what it is, um, but uh, I didn't know the taxes were paying their kids college. Again, well, I mean, there's all th- this, is,
0: this is this is the the overarching thing here is he clearly doesn't like the welfare state. He is confusing in-state tuition with subsidized with welfare, educa- of some kind. With welfare and subsidization right. of education. Right. And again, we say it all the time, folks. Neither of us are a proponent of the welfare state. What your issue is is with the welfare state. You're you're confusing this issue with a welfare issue and rightly so you should be concerned about state subsidies uh, subsidies of anything, okay, subsidizing anything, but this is not that. No, this is not the state it's, it's subsidizing it's, it's, anything. So, A, you're confused as to the facts, and B, your problem with what this is in your view is a problem with another system, not the immigration yeah, system. Yeah. And you know, the thing about why we're taking this suit is not just for the kids.
1: Today, who would qualify today for in-state tuition? It's for the future, right? Because we are, uh, there's a lot of kids in our grade schools and our middle schools and our high schools who feel today, why should I stay in school? Why should I study hard? I will not be able to go to college because I cannot pay eight thousand dollars a semester to go to right. school. I can My parents make twenty five thousand dollars a year. I cannot make that much money to go to school. So it is a societal issue where we're trying to encourage kids to stay in school mm-hmm. and get I mean, it's a, it's a bigger policy argument here uh, than the ignorance that Steve is showing. But I'll tell you what, he is willing to compromise. He's willing to, quote, I tell you what he. I, I don't know whether it was a typo or what-y. the way he speaks. What he, W-H-D-Y, comma, Charles, period. So I, I don't know what a what he is. It must be a Colorado speaker of something. Something. All right. uh, I would agree to subsidize these, quote, spoiled brats right. if their parents are required to perform 10 years of hard labor at a prison for breaking our laws.
0: Okay, hard labor. That's, Ouch.
1: So prison? Really? Prison. Come on. Yeah, because our prisons are full of people right. performing hard labor.
0: Right. And how? and we do have a lot of space in prison. I, I, I we're, we're at record lows of uh, inmates well, right now. We're having
1: to close jails because we don't have <laughs> enough prisons in America. We are costing jobs. Well, he, we don't he wants. I don't people. think he
0: wants him. In jail. I think he wants him in prison. Prison, like prison. Prison. Not like, like, like
1: the Wire. Prison.
0: <laughs> San Quentin? <laughs> so, no, Rose yeah, absolutely, like, yeah. And and we all know how hard prisoners work. Because this is be I mean, like, that's what is that? Paul Newman movie from labor. back in the day. Oh, yeah. and, Cool Hand Luke. Cool Hand Luke. So like, cool Hand Luke. Great movie. So, so, some, right. That's basically he, what he wants. He wants that's the, not prison though. <laughs> today. No. Cool Hand Luke. But that is not no, prison today. No, it is if
1: you're in Maricopa County, apparently. Maybe he wants some America County which yeah, is he, a
0: Joe. Yeah. Okay. Right.
1: All right. So, ten years of hard labor at hard a prison labor. for breaking Damn. our laws. You mean the laws that? Which law? I mean, the one that does not require any prison time. That
2: that laws that don't exist for what he's talking. Uh, I mean, about? I think
0: he thinks. I, I think what he's making the argument is that uh, immigration violations should be punished uh, on par with um, drug crimes. Murder, child abuse, Tra- rape—right, things that are malum in se.
1: Yeah, I mean uh, things
0: that are just clearly wrong. Yeah, um, not administrative violations of prohibitions like drugs or anything. I mean, ten years of hard labor—that's, I mean, to actually do ten years of uh, ten years of prison, hard labor, whatever. <laughs> I mean, you got to do something pretty, pretty heinous.
1: No, I, I, <laughs> I have a question. So, in one of one of my wonderful uh, uh, youth friends. Said this in response to that. I
0: read some this of the comments; great. they were pretty. But good. it's
1: okay for tax dollars to pay for their parents to stay in prison for ten years, <laughs> as opposed <laughs> to investing in the future of our youth and right. one quarter of for four years. Right. <laughs> Idiot. Um, <laughs> Amy Molina, I love you. Uh, <laughs> that, was, that was really well, a fantastic, fantastic comment. Well, yeah, uh, because Steve, it's, you're a it, moron.
0: Clearly, clearly, it costs uh, less to pr- imprison people than it is to. Uh, uh, to I think it, one of my other somebody friends in, actually wrote tuition. in
1: here. What the actual cost for a year in prison is somewhere it's like fifty thousand dollars or something oh, it's like forty thousand dollars forty something. fifty thousand bucks yeah, yeah. it's uh, I mean it's like four to five thousand dollars a month to keep somebody in prison.
0: I like the uh, the the comment that I ac- like the best actually mm-hmm. was uh, was a comment by Phil.
1: Oh, my son Phil.
0: Great comment. Yeah. The, the houses cost more. Are you willing to pay more for your yeah. house, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Phil, that, Phil, that was actually uh, one of the better comments I it, thought. It was great. So. Uh, Thank you, Woody, Steve,
1: uh, for your compromise, but I think we'll – end of story. End of story. I'm done talking. Punto. I'm right. Punto, man.
0: Punto. I am right.
1: You are wrong. Now, wait a second. If not – now, if you will not agree to my compromise, this guy's got to be a tea party guy, right? Because it's my way or the highway, (laughs) Uh, which I will not pay to maintain. Um, uh, If not, then these brats should be sent along with their parents – Back to wherever they came from.
0: Right. The moon, I guess. Well um, at least he didn't say Mexico. You know? Yeah, I mean, well at, at, at least, least he Italy, wasn't Italy. completely racist. Yeah. <laughs> uh, exactly. You know? um, but uh, I mean yeah, let's send them back. I mean it just it, it boggles my mind it's just people have no concept of what the system you know why is wants to do that? sending people you know back. Why wants to do that? We do have laws. We do have laws. Really? Steve, I'm pretty sure you probably broke seven or eight of them today that were administrative violations yeah. of the law just like immigration violations are. Like speeding. So uh, speeding, right. Speeding administratively is the same as entering illegally. In it's Georgia, an administrative – violation. in vi- Georgia, it's worse because you serve a year in <clears throat> jail for speeding. Right. It's an administrative violation of a prohibition uh, in the law. Now, you, like I said, Steve, you, you probably broke three, four, five of them. Laws today. Should I, we banish always, you to where you came from? I always hearken back
1: to the speed limit issue back in in, in the eighties and nineties before we got we, before we recovered our senses. <laughs> and uh, I remember driving across the country from Utah to Florida at fifty five miles an hour. You know how long it takes uh, to drive across the freaking United States at fifty five miles an hour?
0: How long it takes to drive at seventy?
1: Yeah, I mean, <laughs> <you> but, <laughs> you can, but at which seventy we were going it, right. But, but now the speed limit's seventy. You, you can go about 80, 80 85, right? Um.
0: And At 55, I, I feels I bet like you're Steve just barely. Steve always
1: moving. win 55 miles an hour.
0: Oh, I, st- I, I still think he does. Yeah. Just in honor of, yeah, uh, honor of what law. it used to right. be, because it was the law. It was the law. Because we've
1: never passed a law. Can't change laws. That was bad. Laws right. are bad. Right. Well, these are the same guys that don't want laws. Right. But are willing to pass new laws right. if they like them. And
0: FYI, Steve, um, the spoiled brats you're referring to are actually using the legal process right. to. The get law. the state to uh, which, which Obama by the force, way, enforce its own law that's Obama, already on the books, which
1: Obama was legally authorized to do. Right? Because that goes to his next point. Obama should be impeached for his Dream Act crap. Right. I don't think he craps Dream Act. I'm sorry. Well, I think he's first, like first off, ULBs. I, I – yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you, you crap Dream Acts for breakfast. Oh man, what cereal you eating, man?
0: No, I, first off, he, he's he's in error as to first off the Dream Act died in congress yeah right? there's no dream act that here obama didn't do anything with the dream act obama simply uh said uh he is going he's not shirking his responsibility or anything with deferred action for childhood arrivals he's simply as he's been given the authority to do prioritizing action with respect to removal of individuals now the law allows for people who's Removal has been stayed or deferred for whatever criteria that the executive branch has set, which, of, which the Congress authorizes them to do. Authorizes them to do, authorizes them employment. Yeah. Because we don't want people here not who, who were not going to remove, who are otherwise removable, not were not able to well, work let's take because they're a bigger different different, drain on the perspective. Obama is
1: actually enforcing the law. What's he doing when he gets these Dream Act applications the, the, the doc applications in? He's collecting
0: what? He's collecting biometric, biometric information, information,
1: address information, exactly. historical information right. Right. to do what with if he's no longer president? I mean, these kids mm-hmm. went into these with wide open. <laughs> if you, right. Steve, if you were able to elect Tom Tancredo president
2: right.
0: and he decided to eliminate DACA – then there's this massive animation right. to go
1: arrest people. Right.
0: The, the only check on it is with their wires right, wide yeah. open. and that's what I told you. The uh, people would always ask me, "Can it go away? It can go away tomorrow. Yeah. yeah. It's and, and the only thing stopping it. Well, Obama's obviously not going to get rid of it. But right. if a new president came in, was opposed to it, the only check on him being able to get rid of it is political. Yeah. There, there's no legal or administrative check. He could say tomorrow, don't right. don't grant anymore. Go get them. Yeah. Start yeah. removing them. And and the only check on that is political. I'm sure you've had consults with people. I see people still who are otherwise – who are 100 percent eligible for DACA, mm-hmm. who have good jobs, everything, are not getting it simply because they're afraid they of the what list. may happen if and when yeah. – if if something ever happens with it. OK. So you know? th- this
1: is it. Obama should be people of dream that crap and so should people like you. When did – did you win that election – yeah, Last year? David would impeach me. I, I know David would vote to impeach me. <laughs> no, no, he wouldn't. Um, no, he would You guys agree um, on me you think. My, the, 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 I, I put this up, uh, I think, on a Saturday at 103. And at 106, I had my first, client, uh, first comment from a client of mine, uh, uh, Mariam Abdul-Malik. Ignorance is bliss. <laughs> I just love that. <laughs> we is. are all immigrants. <laughs> um, but there was just some great uh, – uh, my cousin, uh, my nephew Travis uh, – what exactly is it you should impeach me impeached <laughs> from? Uh, Dulce Guerrero, one of my wonderful plaintiffs and just a delightful young woman. Wow. My good friend Mo Goldman, as he calls himself, super Jew uh, in Arizona, fellow <laughs> immigration lawyer. Chuck, I'm going to impeach you, nun pro-tunk, as AILA president. <laughs> you know, I just thought. Uh, I love it. Um, my son Jeff, though, wrote this. If you're going to send a lawyer an email, at least use proper grammar. I,
0: I saw Jeff. That was uh, a, that, that was, was a good. One. But uh, what, didn't didn't he respond to to you uh, saying something about? Yes, he if did respond to me. Said something because I I just saw it saying something. If you're going to have other people respond, here's Charles. Charles, Charles. Uh, if you're going to have someone else fight for you. Please
1: have someone who understands the English language. Now, I, of course, I have no idea what people wrote to him. Right, But right. I did invite them to an email. Oh, no, I know you did. Email. you did. You did, absolutely. Uh, I absolutely go ahead and uh, and send Steve an email. About Do they
0: – uh, is he referring to people that speak the English language who know what the word what he means? What he means, apparently.
1: Uh, one of my friends, uh, Gina Nixon Hernandez, says, maybe I can send him my bibliography on Mexican immigration to the south. I have just over 100 academic books where he could actually learn about the recent history. Oh, wait. That would require at least some level of abstract and critical thinking skills. Um, and my friend Viviane, she's just delightful. Um, so, should we send immigrants, immigrants, spoiled brats back to their parents' home country? What should we do with the immigrants, American-born brats? Why should we support them? I mean, really, think about this. He doesn't want to provide tuition support to anybody.
0: Well, let's anybody. Say, I agree with that. Okay. I don't. I don't. Well, we're, yeah, fundamentally, we're, but that's not what he's talking about, though. David wants us to be quieter. Sorry, okay. listeners. David's got to scrub this Let's, audio and make us quieter. We're going to have to take a break and yeah. lower David, Just be voices. quiet here. David, is okay. it
1: time for a break. We should probably take our last break on the Immigration Hour today on America's Web Radio. Stay tuned. We'll be right back.
2: Soy Charles Cook, jefe del grupo de abogados Cook Immigration Partners. Estoy en su lado. Con más de 20 años de experiencia con la ley de inmigración. Conozco cómo ayudarle. Sé la ley que alguna gente podemos ayudar. Llámanos en internet
0: Did you miss the show that you really wanted to hear? All of our programs are available for download on americaswebradio.com and on iTunes. You can listen to your favorite programs on americaswebradio.com and This is AmericasWebRadio.com, dot com, the best in chat radio, designed just for you. Welcome back to America's Web Radio.
1: How's everybody doing? Right,
0: that's about the right line. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, David. I wonder what people. I'm going to have to ask uh, one David, of my friends who really listens. Do. Uh, does it sound this like we're well, yelling at each other?
1: Yeah, we're just having so much fun. <laughs> uh, I have a couple other of my friends' comments to read because they were just great. Um, Harlan York is an immigration lawyer up yep. in, up in New York. He's awesome. I cannot fathom how these people think Obama is pro-immigration. That's my favorite part. Yeah,
0: that, that, exactly. that That's the thing. The guy's deported how, how many Two how million are, people. Two million, million people. people. By the
1: time it gets done, it should be close to three, million. three yeah. Three million. By the way, the number of undocumented immigrants has not gone down. These overstays.
0: Undo- oh, right, right, yeah. More the, and more people are overstaying yeah. because they're not leaving as they previously would yeah. and coming back yeah. illegally. They're just And those staying. that left during the right.
1: recession are either are now coming back or right. trying to come back. Right. Uh, right. Although the Border Patrol is doing, I think, an excellent job. Uh, they the got that part. thing buttoned
0: up tight down there. They, they it I mean, really they've I mean, got. Uh, it's I mean, these
1: overstays that really continue to be an issue yep. and that Congress obviously needs to deal with. Exactly. Um, now, I have a really good friend, is uh, 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 Tommy Soboleski. We grew up in school together, went to high school together. I love Ski. Tommy. Uh, Tommy is a little more conservative than I am. Um, and I thought his comment was great um, uh, because it shows you I don't disagree with people that disagree with me. I just, you know. I love Tommy. Yeah, yeah, Tommy says, wow, he put you on the naughty list. <laughs> I love it. Uh, well, he doesn't know you like I do. But like most people nowadays, you're feeling pushed to the limit from this government. It's a really good point. Yep. Um, and they are looking to take care of their own first.
0: I mean, that's true. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, we're, we're In history, though, we're, uh, we're, where did we see that, that it ended badly, where uh, people were pushed to the limit and – um, after uh, – it was in the 1920s. People felt pushed to the limit, and then they were uh, basically uh, turned on their own and elected a leader uh, – what's that, Germany? Oh, it might have been Germany, yeah. Is that Germany? Germany. Okay. Yeah. Right. I, I don't think we're that bad. No, no. And, and we, we never use Hitler references here. Um, we're, we're going towards that, though, yeah. where people feel so fed up that they'll be willing to say, hey yeah, – And
1: here's the question. Why do they feel fed up? You have an economy that's creating jobs –
0: T- Absolutely. What, you know what,
1: what part of the economy is not creating jobs? Do you know which part is not creating jobs? The government. You have a deficit that's shrinking okay. yearly. I'm a, not the debt. The deficit is, is almost going to be less than half of what it was the year before this year. Okay. Um, you've got uh, government spending has been cut way back by Congress okay. because of the sequester. And right. all the Democrats aren't finding that anymore. Right. Um, I think a lot of this has to do with how much peop- some people – Actually hate Barack Obama, hate him. <sighs>
0: Man, I, uh, I think you're right that it does, but I'm very pessimistic.
1: You know about but, it as well,
0: but it has nothing to do with Barack see, Obama. You're
1: really. young still; you don't remember the '90s that well. No, but I... this I, is not a lot different from when they tried to impeach Clinton.
0: No, no, no. no. They
1: I hate Bill Clinton. It was the end of the world. End of the it was world. The worst Absolutely. Thing that could right, happen. right. And yet, what happened?
0: Gingrich got finally fine.
1: realized, right. I can't fight him any longer. Mm-hmm. Let's, Clinton will sign a balanced budget. I think Obama would sign a balanced budget. But that budget had some tax increases and some cuts to programs. You could do that today if well, you weren't willing to say anymore, my way or the highway.
0: The one the – one, and, and I will agree with you there. The one difference, though, is that we've never been at a point where it's harder and harder to paper over our debts – and oh, I agree. That's the problem. Yeah. And if the dollar loses its world reserve currency status, then that—that's—that's that's what I'm most scared of. And becomes very cheap back. It does. I, I want to finish <laughs> with <what> Tommy's. <laughs> yeah. Let's because I thought Tommy's time. programs yeah,
1: yeah. Are, are completely right. Right. Someone is going to have to pay for all these government programs to support all these people, welfare, unemployment, health care, other social programs. Right. Uh, sad that some people have to suffer, but I work to take care of my bills and responsibilities and ask for nothing from no one. Now, Tom, I have to disagree with you. You drive for a living, who takes care of the roads? you who puts up the lights, who patrols the the roads to make sure there's no robber bar- robbers on, on well, I think houses?
0: what his response to you with that would be is that he pays enough in taxes to secure those things that but that he also pays more than what he consumes i would I would hazard a guess that he's a net tax uh well, Tommy, clearly – A net taxpayer. But, but, th- but will that's he the problem. Be, that's why he feels that way is because right. he's a net taxpayer. But will and, he
1: or you or I be a net taxpayer at the end of our life?
0: But th- that, And that's the issue. There's a lot of people I think that realize, I, and I certainly feel this way, is I don't think that Social Security will be around. And, and personally, I, mean, I would never take Social Security because I think it's a Ponzi scheme, and I, I think to participate in any criminal endeavor is, 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 uh, is just as more repugnant, repugnant unknowingly or unknowingly. But yeah, he's a net taxpayer now, and – whether or not he becomes a net tax receiver in the future, I mean, Well, I mean, you I do. It's not just Tom. Right, right. right, right. Just... But, I mean, that, that's debatable whether those but funds will still be there. But right I mean, that's, that's the sentiment right now. That's the sentiment. sentiment. Exactly. And, and, and I, but him, there's no so, – and I think the disillusionment is that there's no solution provided by anybody other than let's keep this status quo going. Well,
1: and, and, and the reason you're not seeing a solution is we keep electing the same people. Right uh, there, Chuck, who, Chuck Todd Whose interest yesterday is the, the status quo Chuck Todd yesterday On MSNBC Who I mean People say it's a liberal network But Tug Todd is a very Down the middle of the road Kind of guy Very reasonable d- He did a uh, focus group In Ohio mm-hmm. Of 11, 11 or 12 independent voters Who voted for Obama mm-hmm. uh, And by the way They all don't like Obama now But <laughs> what, what was interesting about them Was Okay I'm going to give you An option There's going to be A new candidate out there And he's from the party Of um, of I Want Change mm-hmm. That's the new party And And uh, you either could vote for your congressman, who's in Congress now, who you give a nine percent approval rate to, or the guy with no change. Who will you vote for? Well, who is he? What's his background? What's his, What's his, I think I'll stay with the guy I know. That's the problem. Right. It's we keep virtually electing impossible to the people it's virtually that, virtually that are running companies. the system right. into the ground. Right. Tommy finishes up, and it's really good. It bothers me to know, and when I see people that will abuse the system, me too. I don't like abusers. Right. To live off of other people and have that entitled attitude of "you owe me." I'll be honest with you. I don't know anybody like that. I don't know anybody like that. I work in a congregation of what you would consider very poor people mm-hmm. who don't live week to week. They don't live to They live day to day. Not once has somebody come in and said, you owe me. Mm-hmm. When I asked many of them this last <coughs> week, what can I do for you? Oh, well, it's okay. We'll be okay. Mm-hmm. What about Christmas? Could you? No, I mean, we've got a couple things. It'll be okay. Mm-hmm. These are Immigrants. Right, you know. So, I mean, I understand that there may this idea of a welfare, some welfare queen,
0: but what do you? But what do you have? What do you? What do you say to this though? Because the, the, what do you say to the people though who are? uh, I mean, again, this is a welfare system problem. It's not all those people out there, immigrant or non-immigrant, who uh, have an AGI of thirty thousand dollars, and with the way the credit system works, is they get a. uh, (laughs) Steve, Steve, hey, buddy. They get a – say they have an income of $30,000 paid – had withheld from their paycheck maybe $1,000, but the way it works out, it says they paid $5,000 into the system. You overpaid $5,000. So they're essentially getting a transfer payment of uh, $4,000 from the system. I mean – there's a lot of people out there, citizen and non-citizen like that, who will tell you that they're not consuming anything. I, I beg to differ. Those people are absolutely consuming. We all consume. We, no, we all, consume, all do, but, so. the, but, those, the, but those people are net tax receivers. They're not producing anything uh, over and above what it takes for them to live. They're con- they're, their standard of living is dependent on us, on net taxpayers, being able to uh, – Subsidize them at that level well, let me ask you Have you read the article I posted on my Facebook page From the New York Times from yesterday? No You should read it About poverty? About
1: about uh, a young woman named Dasani Who lives uh, in I, I, There's, there's
0: this, The bottom line is this There's no social ill in this country That is not created And or exacerbated By the existence And well-intentioned action of government I disagree But that's okay,
1: okay. Um, Yeah I I do believe uh, that we have an obligation, a moral obligation, to help those less fortunate than ours. I, absolutely. And that comes from my own belief system.
0: Uh, but I believe that the, too.
1: The, but the problem that we have is that there isn't enough of us to, to think that
0: way. I think there are enough people that think that way that – let me ask you this. Or are you saying we're not organized enough to make do something do? Right. But being forced to be charitable is different than being charitable. I, I don't disagree. I think there's enough but charity to it, go around.
1: But if we as a society want to move forward as a society – because this mm-hmm. – Despite what people are saying, there's not going to be an apocalypse.
2: Okay? No, no, I'm not, aren't not, no, I'm no, not no, no, saying no. that there there's is. There's not going to be an
1: apocalypse. We, we are going to be in the system 50 years from now. Right. And the question is, what kind of society are we going to live in? I don't want a welfare state. Nobody wants a welfare state. Mm-hmm. And clearly the, the great welfare system put in place by Lyndon Johnson is not necessarily solving any problems. No. Where is the solution? The solution is not to say, good luck to you, have a nice day. That's not – you know, you, oh, you know that's going to create – that creates more crime. So do we let women, young ladies like, like Dasani, who are who teachers have said are, is, has a remarkable intelligence but who goes home and, and sleeps on a feces and covered mattress because they live in some crappy New York City housing, mm-hmm. or do we say how do we, what better ideas do we have to But fix that's not this what puts to
0: think, though, is that's not the type of welfare. That, that's not what's killing us. Do you know what's killing us? What's killing us? Old people.
1: Old people. Old people. Well, you know, if Sarah Palin was in charge, we could put death panels out. Oh, no, wait a but, second. That's but, the, but the thing that. is, that, you know what? The, you know
0: what? The, you know what the solution is. You what? know what the solution is. Soylent is, Green. No, no. Soylent no, Green. No. Soylent Green is made you from and I, people. People like you and I, and 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 this demographic that mm-hmm. we represent right here, have to bite the bullet. Oh, we think. have to say we're willing to keep paying into this system to roll up all these obligations for old people and retired people knowing we won't participate. And if you're not in it by this date, you're not getting it. And there's some people like you who will be more disadvantaged than people like me because you're older, you're closer to it. But the only answer is for us to bite the bullet now to take care of those we've already promised we're going to take care of so that our kids don't have to be in our situation now. That's the the solution. Well, I
1: think the bigger problem, of course, is a demographic problem.
0: That's the that, old people, right? Because that's the we don't problem. have enough young
1: people. <clears throat> if we had the same percentage of young people that we had in 18, eighteen, nineteen, thirty-five, we, we wouldn't though. be having this conversation. But, but we don't, right, though, because and that, we're and, an advanced
0: society. And so we have got to say, hey, we will continue to roll these obligations up. We will not allow any new obligations to be created, and we have to be willing to bite that. Bowl. But there's so many people that say, oh yeah, let's cut it all off. I don't want anything. But that you know they want to have their cake and eat it too. It doesn't you you solve their do problem. That. You have I, I to honor you, the obligations you've made and then bite the bullet at our age. I love what Greg Siskin wrote. Greg is a good friend of mine. He yeah, yeah. Oil, one of the yeah. best in the country. Hate mail goes. Us. He's pretty tame.
1: Hey, no, it's I love true. Like, got, like, As hate mail goes, goes, it is pretty tame. Uh, uh, I should it, send yeah. you some from my personal hall of shame. I've got some too. Greg, had they shot your sign? Because they shot my sign two years ago. That's right. That's right.
0: I forgot about that. Of course,
1: people who write this kind of thing have their demons. So pity this fool. In the words of the great Mister T. Now, my son Phil, of course, wrote this. I had no idea my father could be impeached. <laughs> <laughs> Shout-out to uh, Phil. Uh, Shout-out to Phil, man. You're the man. <laughs> oh, my
0: goodness.
1: Um, it's just amazing. It's just amazing. I mean, anyway, if, you, if you, you can go to my Facebook page and you can see these comments. Uh, really absolutely uh, wonderful uh, friends that I have. And uh, uh, from Tommy from the right and from, from Art Door, Corso on the left. I mean, it was uh, – here it is, UGA tuition, 20,000, room book boards. This is UGA, the most expensive school in Georgia, 20,000 right. bucks. Federal incarceration per inmate forty five thousand a year. Right,
0: um, it's clearly a better option to incarcerate. Yeah, right. Because uh, it, the, the, re- the, the the rehabilitation and everything that takes place in prison, people get out, they're set for life. I mean, it's a better investment. I think. Yeah, it's it,
1: it just it's <laughs> just absolutely hilarious. Um, but I anyway, thank you, Steve, for being the fodder for our show today. Absolutely, uh, it was absolutely delightful. Kind of slow uh,
0: immigration news wise. We need, we yeah, always need we always need things like this it's, to it's uh,
1: ke- keep uh, keep our spirits up. Exactly. Uh, there is, of course. Um, uh, Congress is in session for five more days, so keep your children locked in their rooms. Five whole days. Five more days this year. Wow. I think it's five. Maybe six. I'm pretty sure it's five. five I'm pretty days. sure that this is effectively the last week
0: they're in session. I'm only going to work five days the rest of the month, just FYI. Yeah, you'd be
1: fired. <laughs> uh, uh, but uh say, why do we fire these guys? Well, i got to go home with my family. Wait a second. You wanted it. You uh, campaigned for a job no. that, that you knew would keep you away from your family. <laughs> so... Obviously, you either don't oh, like your family oh, Josh,
0: or you should have brought them with you that's, to Washington, D.C. People, D. C. that's the response you need when they have five working days left is when I said to my boss here, I'm only going to work five days. Yeah, you'd be fired. Yeah, you'd be that's sure. the response you need yeah. to have for your congresspeople. <laughs> that's hilarious. <laughs> Anyway, it's been a great week. Uh, David, thank
1: you for having us on yet again on the Immigration Hour on America's Web Radio. We encourage you to listen to some of the other shows on here. Yes. uh, And then write us and tell us what was said about us on those shows. Right. So we can go on
0: those shows and correct their incorrect ideas. And feel free to correct us. Absolutely. Talk to you later next week. Immigration Hour on America's Web Radio.